the recognized symbol of excellence and brotherly entertainment. Is War presents the go home to MCW Sucker Mania and kind of a hard restart of season six. Welcome back to the Brothers in K Fabe podcast. I am one of your aforementioned brothers in K Fabe, and to my right in the StreamYard studio is Mr. Aslan, Lena Bumgarner, as always. It's my great honor, my great joy, my great privilege to be here live on the Brothers in Cafe podcast. It has been a while, but rest assured, we are not going anywhere. We are, uh, you know, we're adapting. We are reconfiguring. Uh, life is busy, but, you know, we're just throwing this out here. You know, let's address the elephant in the room. It's been a while, mm -hmm. but that's okay. We're not going anywhere. You know, we are get to our best of our abilities. We we want to be as frequent as possible, but you know, sometimes um, life hits in a lot of different ways. Uh, back to back to back to back to back. Uh, but to quote the great wise Rocky Balboa, it's not about how hard you can hit; it's about how hard you can get hit and get back up, keep going forward. That's what winning's about. That's how winning's done. One of yeah, the one of the know. greatest movies of all time. So we're 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 here. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> unlike L.A. Knight, uh, we are here on our show. He was not here on SmackDown. Oh. The refunds oh. were given. Uh, we will not give you refunds uh, when we are not here, but we will give you firm handshakes when we meet you in person, and we'll give you match recommendations. We we definitely will. You know, like like uh, Landon said. Um, things got in the way and life gets in the way. Unfortunately, it caused us to take a month off. Um, but we're back. We're going to bring you, uh, great content going forward. And we are here and happy to announce that, um, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be back, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, Full time again, you know, we're going to be back uh, every week here until, you know, we reach our season quota and then we'll take our, our quick break and then go back into season seven. Um, but, you know, Landon, we've got a lot of great things coming up, including our yearly tradition, the October Brothers and Kayfabe Spooktacular will be coming in late October, we've already got some guests lined up for that. And we're trying to decide if we want to uh, do another spooky movie like we did last year. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think we 
we should. Uh, I know we're kicking it back and forth on exactly how we want to do presentation. Um, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this will be our best spooktacular to date. Definitely. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to have um, a great spooktacular. We're going to have a uh, wonderful guest that we have lined up already. We will um, announce that fairly shortly once he confirms a date. But uh, yeah, October is always our favorite time of the year, and uh, it's going to be no different this year. Landon, how have you been here race recently? Man, to be honest, I've been exhausted. I've been super busy, but I've been good. Uh, full disclosure, I uh, was gone for six days last week uh, up to good old Boston, Massachusetts. Um, man. It, it was exhausting um, in every way possible, but it, you know, it's, it's always fun. I did get to watch uh, quite a bit of wrestling on the airplane. So that's always good. Uh, I feel sorry for the poor innocent souls next to me watching over my shoulder, watching me watch uh, Terry Funk, Sabu born to be wired barbed wire death match. Uh, but you know, that's, you never know what people are going to watch on airplanes. So it is what it is. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a it's been a good month. It's been a busy month. Uh, uh, you know, almost didn't make it to to recording tonight just because life was getting in the way. Yeah. Um. But hey, we're here. We're we're live, and we are ready for Sucker Mania this Saturday. Majestic Championship Wrestling ready to go uh, with their biggest show of the year you're not going to want to miss this folks with Tomka, Oklahoma killing drive with Tomka, Oklahoma, uh, Saturday, September 30th doors open at 1 PM bell at 2 PM free admission. You don't have to pay to get in guys. You don't have to pay in pay to get in. You're going to have a 24 seven title fader fatal four way bout. You're going to have a sucker mania battle Royal. Tag team title bout between the psychotic messengers and native law. You're going to have Stormy Renee versus a mystery opponent. You're going to have Romeo Reese taking on Punk Sinister for the flawless title. Of course, with Kinzer Keel in Romeo Reese's corner, as well as the native American title will be on the line in a dog collar bout between Jason Simon, the champion, and Badger James. And then who better to talk? about the main event the main event of the evening the challenger sam stackhouse versus the spotlight rogan night live in the bik studios for the mcw world's heavyweight title well i guess not world's heavyweight because you haven't quite uh gone out of the country with it yet but i know that's on the list of things to do it is on the list of things to do. I already hit Texas with it. I defended the belt against Tino Valentino successfully, may I add. Uh, I've defended it against Kansas talent as well. I just haven't, uh, you know, gotten the opportunity to go international. But 2024 is right around the corner, so I don't see why yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the, today uh, just because, you know, Sucker Mania is going to be huge for majestic championship wrestling. And, um, you know, 
you're you've been an integral part of this company uh, as you know along with myself i might add but uh you know a, an integral part of this company that's been a startup that's really only been around for a year now yeah it's only been around for like a short period of time but i feel like they are able to have an advantage that probably other startup companies wouldn't necessarily have it's uh the fact that they get to run on native land and it's not like uh, nobody else can really do that. It's just that nobody else is doing that. So a lot of these towns haven't had wrestling in 10, 20, 30 years, something like that. And uh, so every time that we get through a small town, it ends up being a hustle and bustle of a hundred, 200 people that we just like, mm -hmm. honestly, we didn't expect it when we first started. So uh, it's been really nice to see majestic have an upward growth and kind of just like, keep those peaks not to say that there hasn't been valleys but i mean every wrestling company has valleys absolutely absolutely there's been there's definitely been valleys but you know logan this is this is going to be one of your biggest matches you've ever had uh i don't i don't mean to put the pressure on you here but tell the folks a little bit about the you know the journey to uh your your showdown with sam stackhouse i mean it's been a it's been a really long road getting to this point. It has been. Uh, Sam is one of those guys that have been around Oklahoma since the very first day I started. Uh, the likes of Brandon Groom and Drake Gallows helped train me, and Sam Stackhouse and Merck and Montego Sika. They really helped, you know, help me craft uh, my game and really just get better. And so I see Sam as like a mentor and a big brother, and I know that he is blowing up on the indie scene right now. But at the same time, I also want that not to, not to, you know, bring Sam down, but I think I am fully capable of doing much, much greater things than what I am already doing. Not to, not to say that being the majestic heavyweight champion isn't amazing, but I know I could be taking it places that Sam's going like GCW wouldn't that be something defending the majestic championship wrestling heavyweight title at a GCW show, something like that would do wonders for Oklahoma. And that's what I want to do. I want to put the spotlight on Oklahoma wrestling while Sam is busy leaving us behind. Some strong words there uh, for, for your opponent, Landon, do you have, do you have anything to, uh, to add to that? I mean, so, uh, you know, I don't think it's any secret, uh, you know, Sam Stackhouse has kind of been the, the top of the mountain in Oklahoma wrestling. I, I think that's fair, at least for, you know, the last, I'd say the last five, seven years. Um, Logan, do you think it's time for you to slide up there to the top of the mountain? It's been something that's been on the back of my mind since last year, actually. I think I was putting on some really, really good matches last year, and then, you know, I didn't quite get the recognition that I thought I deserved. This year, I have no doubts in my mind that if I'm not top three, the list is just illegitimate because I have been consistently putting on great matches in Oklahoma. I've been representing Oklahoma and other places like defending titles from Oklahoma and Texas in Kansas in Colorado. I'm not staying stationary. I'm trying to put Oklahoma on the map and I'm not trying to wheel my way out and, you know, take the fast route to the top. I want to make sure that 
everybody knows exactly where I came from and just how talented the state is because it's not just me. You saw the Sucker Mania card. There are so many people on this card that deserve the spotlight, but unfortunately, that's going to be mine for a really long time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big. It, it's been a big uh, uh, road for you to get to this point, and you simultaneously held two heavyweight championships at once. Um, unfortunately, losing the Empire title to Montego Sica. Uh, what's, what, what makes you think that you can hold on to that title against the powerhouse like Sam Sack, Sam, Sam Stackhouse, man. I think obviously people are going to say that I have a numbers advantage with Marvelous Mike, the whole Marvelous Mafia, Stormy, you know, Anna Lynn, but I'm going to do exactly what everyone thinks I'm going to do. And that's going to be win that match. But I'm not going to do it the way everyone thinks I'm going to do it. They want to see me cheat because they know I'm a cheater. And that's fine. I may have cheated to get to where I am, but I'm just doing the things no one else is willing to do to get to the top. If I have to do even scummier things to keep Sam Stackhouse down, I'm not afraid to do it. I've had Sam in my corner. I've had Sam staring across the ring from me. But... As it stands right now, I've beaten Sam more than he's beaten me, and I plan to keep it that way. That's that's some heavy words. I mean, you're really you're really going after Sam here, and I, you know, the confidence is there, and I I, I like the confidence, but don't don't you think you might be be being a little overconfident here? I was excited at first, and I was respectful about it, you know. Obviously, my first opponent was not Sam Stackhouse. It was JTG, and due to you know business standards, uh, it didn't quite work out that way. I'm thankful that Sam is willing to step up, but I'm not thankful that Sam thinks he can take my spot just like that. Like you said, Kenzer, I've been with Majestic since day one, and it's going to take a lot more than Sam dropping me on my head a few times to keep me down for the free count. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, it sounds like you've got a plan in mind. Uh, you know, the world is going to be watching. The world is going to be watching. Oklahoma is definitely going to be watching. And, uh, you know, what what goes through your mind? What? How do you prepare for a match such as this? I mean, you're on the road every single weekend. We know that you're 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 defending the title everywhere. You're you're wrestling everywhere. But, you know, this is this is different. This is this is a big marquee event. And this is, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, the Super Bowl for Majestic Championship Wrestling, the WrestleMania for Majestic Championship Wrestling. That that plays a factor. This is a, a bigger stage than you've arguably ever been on. So what goes into your preparation, you know, for that stage? The preparation is a lot like any other time I prepare for any other record-setting thing I've done. I was one of the very first people to have double heavyweight championships in the last couple of years in Oklahoma. I'm one of the youngest people to do that. I am the youngest Empire heavyweight champion, the youngest Majestic heavyweight champion. I am doing things at, quite frankly, an alarming rate that I honestly didn't even expect from myself, but... It just goes to show with how locked in I am with wrestling that 
anything can come of it. I have been taking my nutrition a lot more seriously. I've been taking my working out a lot more seriously. One of the biggest deathmatch wrestlers in the world right now, Remington Roar, is my fitness trainer. So I've been getting in a headset of eat or be eaten. And I, I've really gotten the pain beaten out of me the last couple of months with the gridiron in the gym and just sticking to those plans. It may not show necessarily right now, but I think you're going to see a whole different side of me on Saturday. Let's, let's take it back. You know, we've been talking about, uh, sucker mania and all of that, but, um, what kind of wrestling are you watching right now? I know that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. There's a lot of great stuff going on. What is, what is something that's caught your eye here recently? And I'm going to, you know, that I'm going to open that up to everybody on the, on the panel tonight, you know, Landon, that, that, that goes for you too. So. Uh, man, honestly, I, uh, I watch, was it all in or all out that recent pay-per-view? I always get them mixed up. Well, they had all in and then they had all out. So the, the one in the one in Wembley, Wembley was all in. Wembley okay. So I watched in. that one and then I kind of checked out the last couple of weeks just because like, I don't know, life stuff, but I really, I really like the matches. I think, I think, uh, AEW buying ROH was such a godsend because ROH was one of my, I don't know, favorite source of wrestling period. Uh, and I was really scared for their company for a minute. So I'm just glad like, Everybody can crap on AEW all they want, but like Tony Khan buying ROH saved a childhood, I don't know, just like nostalgia company for me. So I'm glad it's still running and actually with like really good talent. So it's it's funny seeing people that I know personally get to like wrestle on ROH and stuff now because it's kind of like a like a house or dark show for them. Yeah, Landon, uh, it, what, have, what have you been watching here recently? We haven't got to really talk about it that much. Yeah, uh I mean, full disclosure, with the passing of Terry Funk, I've been watching a lot of Terry Funk recently. BIK uh, Hall of Famer Terry Funk. Absolutely. The original, if you recall. Um, but man, even just, uh, I've watched a little bit of old school Ring of Honor, some 2002, 2003 Ring of Honor, specifically uh, some Paul London. Uh, but man, even just... Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and use this as an opportunity to bring this up. So I'm gonna hijack the screen for a second. Here, here's Mr. Rasslin's gift to everybody. So I discovered this YouTube channel a while back. So you guys should be able to see this. It's called TH14 or TH14. And this guy, uh, there's only five videos shown right here, but he's got way more than that on his channel. This guy. He goes and he'll pick a specific feud uh, from a pay-per-view and he will take all of the TV segments related to that leading up to it and he compiles it all together. So you get like literally the all the buildup for the entire feud. And it's it's been awesome. I was watching uh, the Vince McMahon-Shawn Michaels buildup earlier uh, this evening. But it's just been something fun because it, it shows how yeah powerful just like the building up is to where it's like man i i remember this match being really good now i'm super excited to rewatch it or like man i didn't care about this match but now in hindsight re-watching this build up i kind of want to go back and re-watch this match 
I, I love that. I'm going to have to have you send me that, that link. You might, in fact, we might have you just share that in the group. So, uh, yeah, I'll everyone, right can, now. everyone can see that, but, um, man, that's, that's cool. I really like the idea of that where they, they've gone in and just put the whole story together. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, like it's just how it appeared on TV. He it's, you know, it's not like biographical or anything. It's yeah. like, all right, you know, this, it starts off with Vince McMahon in the ring, cutting a promo about the Royal rumble. Okay. Next week, Shawn Michaels comes out and interrupts, you know, it, it's, it's just fun. Cause it's like, man, I want to go back and rewatch this, you know, say you want to go back and rewatch rock Austin from WrestleMania 17. Well, instead of having to sit through, you know, 40 hours of Ron Smackdown, you can condense it to, you know, an hour and a half video of just their segments from just yeah. a couple of months. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, mine, mine's really boring. I've been watching weekly raw and weekly AEW and some SmackDown thrown in whenever I have the time. Um, but I, I really like what's happening with modern wrestling. Modern wrestling is doing probably the best it's done in a long time um it's it's definitely it's definitely better than ever i mean there's there's great matches on every show and there's something for everybody in every show um now you know we're gonna get back into sucker mania talk before before uh a little bit but i want to talk about some things that are going on in wrestling as we speak um, there's a lot of rumors. There's been some stuff that was rumored that's now confirmed. Uh, you know, we're still waiting to hear about, um, this certain rumor. Uh, what do y'all think about this rumor that's going around that new Japan pro wrestling has been bought by Tony Khan? Do you think there's fact to it? Do you think there's validity to this? Uh, you know, it, it just so happens that he's claiming a new era of AEW is about to start uh, the sh on the show that is a tribute to Antonio Inoki. So... It, it'll be interesting. Uh, I've, I've always thought New Japan... And like AAA and CMLL, that they needed a bigger US presence. You know, we New Japan, we kind of got close with like Access TV and, uh, you know, airing Wrestle Kingdom and a couple of those things, but it's still not the same. You know, it's not like you, like you can't say in the US, you know, New Japan is, you know, number three or anything like that. It probably is globally, but it's, you know, the majority of wrestling fans in the US aren't don't have easy access to it unless you're watching new Japan world or something. So I think man, even if he could get some sick rights deals going to where it's like, Hey, we're, we're going to make uh new Japan easily accessible in the U S you know, whether they cut a streaming deal through Warner or just a cable deal or something like that. Then the other side kind of scares me. Um, because just historically uh monopolization in wrestling has not always been the best thing for the industry and so it's like if it 
you know, in hindsight, it, or I get not hindsight, hypothetically, if we have one gigantic entity over here and then we have this other bigger entity, entity that's already picked up Ring of Honor, if it were to pick up New Japan, you know, if it were to pick up Impact, then it's like we've gone for it's it's just one of those things it makes me wonder how different will it be or will it be no it's the we're operating the same it's just under new ownership if that makes sense i mean that's the only way that i'd be happy with new japan being under new ownership is if it literally was operated the same there was just more global um viewership if yeah. there was a way for uh, you to see these guys and gals, you know, because they're starting to introduce the the girls, the women's side over there, uh, you know, it, it would be nicer to be able to see them a little bit easier. Um, maybe have a, an actual TV for them. Yeah, um, I don't know if they have a weekly TV, television program for New Japan. As far as I know, they just kind of run shows. Um, so I don't know, Logan. Do you do you have any thoughts on this? I think it's weird uh, considering that I just said them picking up ROH was such a fantastic uh, thing, but I don't necessarily think they need to be like you know owning everybody. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like indifferent because like if nothing changes and they're just pumping money into it and trying to get a bigger like global audience, that's fine. But I don't know. It makes me think of like the disaster of WWE buying WCW and just so much like, yeah, I don't know so much, so much talent was left without jobs. And like so many people were left in limbo. It's like, it, I don't know. I'm thinking about it from like a wrestler's perspective and not so much a fan angle. I mean, fortunately uh, new Japan is not in the shape that WCW was in. Yeah. Thank God. So, you know, I think, I think it's more of a, if it does get bought, it's going to be, you know, a AEW owns this, Tony Khan owns this, but it's still New Japan Pro Wrestling and it's not going to change. Um, you know, now we just are able to see it on TBS, you know, something like that. I, uh, I think, or Max. I think, yeah, I think my biggest fear would be, you know, does it, you know, best case scenario, there's just more accessibility pumped behind that. And that would be a game changer. I think it does truly elevate New Japan to the third biggest brand in the in the world. Worst case scenario, it's like, <clears throat> hey, it's it's under the AEW wing, so you have another AEW product to watch to where they're all kind of bleeding over, which is okay sometimes, but it's like, you know, I want to tune into New Japan to watch New Japan. I don't want to tune right. in to see continuation of something from Dynamite or Rampage or yeah. Collision. That's but that we don't that's for we don't sure. know. We don't I mean, know what it, it's gonna look like. And and that's that's where I'm at with it too, is I, I don't want it to be just AW 2.0, 3.0, whatever you want to call it, because that's unfortunately I think there's way too much bleed over from Ring of Honor to AW programming. Um not that there should shouldn't be any at all because it's it's good to have those titles yeah. on the on TV and you know have some bleed over to a national audience. But um, Landon, you got something you were gonna yeah, say? Yeah, so something I just thought of. Um, 
I think it'd be great. Similar to obviously WWE doesn't own Evolve or ICW, but the way that WWE has really just cut a lot of deals with them yeah. and it's just putting their stuff on the network. And now it's on Peacock to where there's just more eyes on the product. Like man, like even if AEW is like, hey, we're going to put New Japan as part of our deal on Max or we're going to, you know, create a an easier way to watch it. So Ooh, uh, this is user. This is someone I wanted to talk about tonight. This is the one, the only Romeo Reese, my client, Romeo Reese. And so this is the perfect time for me to talk to you uh about this um and then you know we can we can go ahead and uh going on more sucker mania talk i do not want you to lose the heavyweight championship this weekend i am going to be firmly in your corner as far as uh you winning and defending against Sam's tag house only because I am guaranteeing right now guaranteeing the punk sinister will lose his title to Romeo Reese this weekend. He will lose the flawless title to Romeo Reese, which gives us a shot anytime, any place at your heavyweight championship simply because I know I know my client can beat you. I know my client will beat you. I know Romeo Reese is the future of majestic championship wrestling. And that future does not have a spotlight. It has a mirror looking back on ourselves. So Logan, get ready to watch your back because the second we win that title we're going to be following you everywhere and anywhere to get our shot at the majestic championship wrestling heavyweight championship noted i guess i i i guess that's fair i mean hey i i got my rise to the top off that same thing but you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be rooting for me just uh, because you want to cash in on me because I promise you it's going to be a lot harder to cash on me than it's going to be a broken and battered Sam Stackhouse. So try all you want, but Romeo Reese can be the future. I'm the current and the present. Well, the present has to end eventually. And it's going to end really soon once Romeo Reese wins the flawless championship. Oh, Landon, I'm going to need you to break up the tension. I'll, I'll just because... say this. I, uh, I'm glad that you're in the you middle know, of us because now we cannot quite literally get to each other. Uh, you know, a decade ago, WWE had the monopoly on high level pro wrestling. And today things are starting to open up. Rising tides lift all ships. I could not agree more with that sentiment just like i could not agree more that the brothers and kayfabe is a neutral presence in the world of professional wrestling uh kinzer's opinions are his own i don't condone him he does not speak for me let me make that very clear uh logan i do want to ask you um 
two questions. Uh, they go together, uh, but one is going to lead to your opponent at Sucker Mania. Number one, um, were you watching WWE in around 2007, 2008-ish? More or less, yeah. I was about like seven or eight years old, so it's going to be like spotty memory, but I'll remember like big things that happened, you know. Uh, did you did you watch any of the WWE relaunch of ECW? Yeah, like I watched when uh, Zack Ryder was doing it, uh, Jack Swagger, Christian, that kind of thing. Do you remember uh, this, I believe, was in the second year, so it would be around 2007, uh, Vince McMahon becoming ECW champion? Yeah. And wearing a do-rag. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about uh, Sam Stackhouse in GCW facing Matt Cardona dressed as do-rag Vince McMahon while he was the GCW Universal Champion? That has to be something out of like a fever dream. I feel like that's one of those things where I'd be having just a sweaty, sweaty nightmare. And all of a sudden I'll fall back into deep, deep sleep into the dream. And it's me waking up from a rough rider from Durag Cardona. Uh, <laughs> it's that that's just a scary sight. And he made it a reality. I'm, uh, you know, all hits aside. I am proud of Sam for getting up to that level because he's doing things that like I was dreaming about. I was doing things on a video game, you know. Hey, and that's a, you know, it's one of those things to where, like, you know, Sam is in there with somebody with crazy experience, but also, like, a lot of publicity just from that single, you know, moment. I, I was I was just curious. I was thinking about that. I was like, because I think about uh, that all the time. Because I like such a bizarre thing for Cardona to do. Mm -hmm. um, and what are the odds that it's with Sam? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's it had to have been somebody, but it, I'm, I'm glad it was Sam. Sam uh, deserved that match for sure. I'm just uh, I'm just hoping to get up to that level. That's essentially what I'm trying to prove with this whole match. I'm I'm glad that Sam chose to step up because. I have I have a lot of confidence in my heart to say that I think this match is going to draw more for Oklahoma than what me and JTG could have done. Ooh, I, big words, but I'm I'm in full support. I don't agree with you on a lot of things, but I agree with you on that. I think one thing we can all agree on as Oklahomans Ooh. is uh, there was some pretty big news for a fellow Oklahoman that broke this week as it pertains to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kinzer, would you like to share that news? Yeah, so one of our good friends from here in Oklahoma, a good friend of mine, a good friend of Logan's, um, a brother of the pod, uh, Walker Stewart is now the English voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, replacing Kevin Kelly when Kevin Kelly uh, finishes up his... Um, contract with them. This is huge. This is really, and I've always said that this was going to happen sooner rather than later with, with Walker Stewart. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about him. You know, it's, it's going to be huge for him and hopefully it'll open the door for more Oklahomans like a Logan Knight to uh, grace the main stage. And uh, 
Logan, what you I mean, it looks like you've got something to say about about the whole thing. I'm just happy for Walker. Walker is one of the like he's a day one for me. I remember the first day he ever came into wrestling and I remember his first living in Norman about the same time as me. And uh, we would go out like pretty late to like IHOP and we talked about wrestling and what he should expect for his future and any advice that I could give him. But I mean, I was only two, two and a half years deep at the time. So I barely had advice to give for myself. Um, I'm just glad that he was able to figure it out because not, not a dragging on him at all, but you know, commentary or production or announcing or refereeing is always kind of that path in wrestling that seems to be a little more obtainable than uh, pro wrestlers. And I'm not saying you don't need talent for those positions because right. Walker has everything, including talent and more like he, I'm, he's going to be, he's going to be set for life. I'm going to pause you real quick. He might be the best commentator, color commentator or uh Play play by play commentator I've heard in a long time. Yeah, like Walker, he was quite literally graced by God with his voice. He has a very great voice for pro wrestling, and it just so happens that he loves pro wrestling, so it couldn't have been more hand in hand. I I've told him for a while that he deserves this and everything more that he could possibly get out of the business. So I'm really glad for him. And not to toot my own horn but now my youtube videos all my vlogs all my matches they're commentated and edited by a new japan guy so it makes me feel a little more official (laughs) something i just thought about and i don't i don't want to get too ahead um because i don't want to be the guy that jinxes anybody but you know if let's just say this is the beginning of walker's career and i think it is let's just say just it keeps going up i think we all agree we want to see that what are the odds you potentially could have two uh once in a lifetime commentators from oklahoma like like think about that like you you've jim ross decades ago yeah i'm gonna um, i'm gonna say this he's got all the talent in the world and as long as he keeps steady on this course and you know people keep <coughs> believing in him walker don't get he's canceled. gonna be there he's gonna Whatever be there. Do. don't get canceled walker don't, <laughs> don't do what jim ross does now on twitter just just saying like yeah. everyone gives him a pass because he's an old man they won't give you the same pass um <laughs> don't do what marty janetti does on facebook man <laughs> uh, so you speaking of marty janetti so i guess around 2000 five 2006 uh he got cleaned up for a little bit and i'd forgotten so i i mentioned earlier that youtube channel i'm watching through uh the buildup of Shawn michaels versus vince mcmahon at wrestlemania 22 and i forgot that there was just a random couple of weeks where marty Janetti was in the crowd and he hops the guardrail and he makes the save for Shawn michaels and marty looks amazing like Skin looks good, like health-wise look good. He's moving good. Physique looks good. Um, the next week they have a rockers reunion tag team match. And I was like, and I know uh at the time they were considering giving him a small contract, uh, just to kind of use him here and there. But it's just one of those things, it's like, man, how how much different would history be if 
Marty Janetti stayed healthy and sober. And obviously, you know, Sean is Sean, Marty's Marty, but I'm just like, you can't tell me that uh, Marty Janetti couldn't have a good mid card run in the 2000s. That you can't tell me Marty Janetti wouldn't be in AEW right now, busting out Canadian destroyers left and right if he was in good health. All that to say, how big is Batista's dick? Well, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I have you guys have you guys watched the uh, Al Snow uh, the OVW show on Netflix? I have. No, I want to. So it it looks really good, but it's one of those things. I I don't think it's any secret that Al Snow um, is very strong in in his opinions and his thoughts. Very and strong. There's a segment where they're just like complete and total burial of James Storm. Um, and and it's rough. All this clip. <laughs> it's rough and it's funny because one of my favorite clips of all time is Al Snow doing the you shoot uh shoot interview. And they're taking questions. And one of the questions that Al gets is, Al, you've gone on record by saying a definition of a good match is one that draws money. By that definition, you've never had a good match. And Al Snow just sits there in silence. And so uh, just with the stuff with James Storm, that's all I can think about. And I love Al Snow. Like, I, I, he's a great character. I love him. What does everybody just, want? Like, on Tough Enough and in ECW, he's great. But it's one of those things is like, I, I just hope that doesn't haunt him because I would be much more down for seeing a James Storm run than a Al Snow run, but that's just me. I, I grew up watching TNA, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> Ooh, someone's calling you out right now. Um, Cheesy. J.R. Wind saying some, some mean stuff right now. Uh, Hi, Malik. We uh, we see you in the comments, even though you show up as Facebook user. Um, Getting mystery messages. That's one of my favorite. That that is one of my favorite clips, though. Is the the uh, the Al Snow clip where they ask him that? It's just the the look on his face. Yeah, it's he just like ready to murder somebody in that room. And Al Snow, like. Do- uh, don't miss Henry, like one one of the phenomenal greatest resources and teachers in the business. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's just it's one of those things. Unfortunately, it seems like people who are super good at that, they for whatever reason just don't always get the spotlight that they it, deserve. It almost feels like that. Like William William Regal. William Regal is a great example. It almost feels like that meme that was going around for. A, a few months i think last year where it was you know he was he's great teacher he's great you know he's great at this didn't draw a dime didn't draw a dime <laughs> didn't draw a dime um yeah man uh i had to i had to bring up the batista joke because it just every time someone goes on a long thing like that it just makes me think of conrad and uh bruce pritchard where he catches him on that and everybody's just silent for a minute. But, you know, uh, I, uh, I spent time with Conrad this past week, Jake, I sent you a picture of that. Yeah, you did. You sent me the pictures. He, you know, he's, 
he's praising Jesus with you and, you know, up in, up in Boston and, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't figure he would go that North, but you know, being an Alabama boy, but you know, you never know, you never know, but Logan, you know, it's been great having you on, uh, tonight. Do you have, uh, any last words for, uh, for sucker mania just come out to it it's free there's literally like next to no reason to not come to sucker mania you got what what, what was it like eight seven six something like that matches free uh you Ooh. got literally one of the biggest stars to ever come out of oklahoma wrestling me um one of the current biggest stars in oklahoma so you already got a good main event then you got a dog collar match badger james is gonna kick the dog crap out of jason it's gonna be insane another just, thing that just, we agree on just show up to it it's like you're gonna see a whole bunch of violence for absolutely free and usually you gotta pay like 15 dollars for that um and, and it's basically a fair so there's gonna be great food there too what you could be doing with that 15 dollars is uh running over to me or kinzer's merch table and buying some spinebuster clothing merch that would be Ooh, yeah. fantastic. Let's uh let's talk about the Spinebuster brand because uh Jake, the last time we were here, uh, there were some hints, but it's officially been rolled out. So you boys sell me on it. Why should I buy one of those incredible looking t-shirts? Because we are here for wrestlers, by wrestlers, by wrestling personalities, and everything we are gonna do is going to be brought right back to professional wrestling in Oklahoma. And they are now the newest sponsor of this podcast, by the way. They're Brothers and Kayfabe. Brothers and Kayfabe and Spinebuster brand are going to work side by side uh, in the future. But, you know, don't just ask me. Ask Logan, you know, Spinebuster brand is here for the wrestlers. Logan is the perfect example of that. I'm excited for it because when Kinzer first told me about it, I was honestly just trying to, you know, like seek out if he was trying to do a sponsorship type deal. But then I kind of realized some of my idols in professional wrestling, like Ric Flair or The Miz or, you know, a few other people, um, Edge and Dolph Ziggler, they use their wrestling notoriety to branch off and do other life passions they wanted to do, like acting or owning a fashion line. And uh, something that I always really, really enjoyed about uh, professional wrestling was the company Suplex or Splix, however they're yeah, pronounced. Yeah. Um, Matt Riddle, Jeff Cobb, a bunch of guys are all sponsored through them. And so I kind of had the idea of what if we had something like that, but like in our territory kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. Oklahoma more specifically. But, you know, why not branch out to these other local states and why not even most of the states if we get to that point? But I'm excited for it. I I think that people could use a lot more just support independent wrestling type companies around. Uh, you know, obviously the best way to support an independent wrestling company is to go to a show or the best way to support an independent wrestler is to buy their merch. But when you're buying clothing from Spinebuster, you're not only helping a sponsored wrestler through Spinebuster, you're also helping get money towards shows that me and Kinzer are a part of. Me and Kinzer... Do not shy away from the fact that we have a lot bigger behind-the-scenes roles with most companies that we work for than just initially wrestling. So 
it helps uh, Oklahoma stay afloat. It helps wrestlers get to where they need to go. And also, you get to see all of Kinzer's badass graphic designs. So uh, why not buy it, you know? And, and he's exactly right. Everything that we're doing with this company is to benefit independent wrestling, benefit Oklahoma wrestling uh, specifically. And where we want to go with this, you know, the sky's the limit. We're going to see, you know, just how far we can take this into the stratosphere of professional wrestling. And, you know, that includes maybe one day doing our own shows, having Spinebuster branded shows, um, Spinebuster branded talent, of course, all over um, this state and the region. Uh, we're talking with multiple um we're talking with multiple talents right now about them being official Spinebuster ambassadors. And that's, you know, that is one of the things that um, is very near and dear to our heart is making sure that the guys that deserve, you know, not deserve, the guys that put in the work and want to be in this for the long haul and want to make things better that we help them, that we help them, you know, make an extra buck so that maybe they can make, you know, the next show and continue this dream because that's what we're all doing here is we're, we're dreamers that are trying to make something out of our dream. So, um, you know, go, go to Spinebuster brand on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, X, <laughs> that's hard to say for me, Twitter, X, you know, whatever you want to call. And we've got the links up. And the more money we make on this, the more we're going to be able to invest in local Oklahoma wrestling. These are our four uh, shirts that are out right now. I'm going to tell you what, we've gotten some of the most uh, compliments from that uh tie-dye one right there that's one of our what that's one of our biggest ones so far we've had a lot of great compliments about what do winners do what others fear uh shirt which features you know a, a nice picture of someone uh giving a spine buster in the background i wonder who that is he might be on this show he might not mm. um but you know we want we want to help Oklahoma wrestling. And uh, like, like I said, the more money we make, the more we can branch out and get more ambassadors to the program and help them make money. So um, if you'd like to help out, go buy a shirt. Um, obviously the people that we are going to bring in are going to be supporters of the brand from the get go. And uh, I, I can't wait to see where it goes and, and what we can do to uh, help professional wrestling in Oklahoma. And I'll say this from a fan standpoint, like there's a lot of okay wrestling shirts and there's a lot of bad wrestling shirts to have like quality, something to where it's like, like I like I love wrestling shirts, but I don't always want to walk around 24-7 with a wrestler's catchphrase or a wrestler's face on my shirt. 
But man, like having something to where someone's like, man, like that's a cool shirt. What is that? And to be like, well, it's actually a, a wrestling brand. And to be able to share that, like what, what a cool thing to be able to do. I mean, look at those shirts. Would would you think that those are wrestling shirts just looking at them? No. Probably not first uh first glance. Uh, you know, if you know what a spine buster is, then obviously you're gonna know right away. But um, you know, Logan, me and Logan go over each and every one of our designs and uh we make sure that every design is quality and we don't want to put out something that people are going to be like, that's crap. That looks like crap. We want you to feel like you've got the best threads on uh, every single time you put on one of these shirts. So uh, Logan, do you have anything else that you would, you'd like to add to that? Well, obviously like it's going to be really focused on Oklahoma wrestling as a whole. And like uh, we're going to have, ambassadors and like other sponsored athletes more than just me but it's important that we have these generic shirts not so to say generic as in boring but it's basically that we have these brand-based shirts to you know have at everybody's table because you know it's harder for heels to sell merchandise but if i have a spinebuster shirt or let's say cappuccino jones or trench blythe or you know sam stackhouse has also the same Spinebuster shirt at his table, fans are going to start to see that and be like, okay, this is like a one, one stop, one, one shop kind of thing. Because a lot of, a lot of wrestling companies don't tend to sell their own t-shirts like at the shows at a merch table, which I find particularly strange. But if there is a way for people to buy merchandise like that and have the funding go back to the boys and, you know, maybe get them a gas tank to the next show or maybe feed them, in between days to the next show, I find that kind of thing super important because the the 15, the 20, the $25 goes a long way. Absolutely. Now, I understand you guys are currently in the middle of a giveaway for Spinebuster, right? Yes. And the the rules might look something like this. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, we're in the middle of a, a giveaway. We just did our first giveaway a couple weeks ago where we gave away two uh, shirts. We were we were trying to get to 100 likes on our Facebook, and we ended up with 200. So I decided, what the hell? Let's make it two. Um, so now we've got an, a completely new giveaway. Once we get to 300 followers on Facebook and 100 on Instagram and X, we will be giving away an exclusive Spinebuster t-shirt design, two VIP tickets to any wrestling event in Oklahoma that you would like to event or to uh, to attend, um, that being an indie wrestling show, uh, and a signed 8x10 of any wrestler of your choice at that said event. Um, you know, you liking... Uh, Every single page gives you a chance to be in the giveaway multiple times. So, Landon, if you go like us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, slash X, and Instagram, then you're entered in all three. Uh, Ooh, so you got three like chances to win, and that's that's great odds. Um, you know, our, our slogan is to embrace the mat and wear with passion, and that's what we want to do. We want you to wear with passion. So 
go find uh, the Spinebuster clothing uh, page. It's Spinebuster brand on all uh, forms of social media and and go like away because it's it's you want to get in now because you're not going to want to miss out on these uh, early uh, drops that we've got because not all these designs are going to be available forever. So that's that's what I've got to say about it. Well, I guess that only leaves us uh, with one question regarding Spinebuster brand. Logan, who has the greatest Spinebuster of all time, in your opinion? Ooh. Oh, man. I remember having this conversation with Kenzer when we were actually starting this whole operation up. And, uh, and I can't remember what we said. You can't, can't say Alicia Fox. Uh, I, I, I will go ahead and say the worst spine buster of all time is the rock without like a doubt. I hate his spine busters. So, you don't like so how he just barely like tugs at their legs and they talk the double leg takedown. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, the best spine buster. I mean, obviously I gotta say like Arn, he's up there. Uh, D'Lo has a crazy spine buster. Ooh, good um, answer. I can't remember who I took the format for my spine buster from, but like Triple H does it a little bit. I like to get a little bit of like, uh, like you're throwing a sack of taters yeah. down. Yeah. I like to get that momentum on Ron, it. Ron Simmons would do that quite a bit. Yeah. I've, I've always been a really big fan of Ron Simmons spine buster as well as uh, Batista's spine buster. Yeah. Um, there was someone that was a modern guy that we were talking about that has a really good spine buster. Carl, Carl Anderson gets a decent one every now and then. Yeah. Carl Anderson was up there, but it was like, a, it was like, it wasn't like Trent Beretta, but it was like some weird level of wrestler. It was, like it was someone you wouldn't think has a really good spine buster, but yeah. you know, here oh, it, was, it was Adam Rose. That's right. You were talking about Adam Rose having a really good spine buster. Yeah, bro. Um, it was fantastic. <laughs> gosh, Adam Rose. Of who, all people, uh, man. <laughs> man, you remember that uh, 30, was it 30 for 30 over NXT? It was something like that. And it was, it was pre-Adam Rose when he was doing the weird, uh, I can't even remember what his name was, but he was like the safari guy. And they were like, this is his third gimmick, and this is his last chance. This is his last chance. <laughs> man. That's funny, man. From the owner of uh, Majestic Championship Wrestling himself, Oscar Sellers, saying uh, Badger James has a great spine buster. So, Jake, you want to know somebody I don't recall ever hitting a spine buster, but if they were, it'd probably be pretty dang good. Who's that? Mr. Dr. Death. Mm. Dr. Death would probably do a crazy good uh, spine buster. And it it would be crazy good because it was real. Because yeah. he was actually doing the move. Um, I've talked about my love for Dr. Death uh, immensely. And yeah, that's a, uh, that's a spine buster. I don't know if I'd want to be on the other end of. Speaking of uh, Mr. Dr. Go. Death right here. Japanese keychain that I was able to uh, get. Um, Oscar Sellers has decided that he will be introduced as Facebook user at Sucker Mania. <laughs> um, <laughs> geez. We're going to have to do that. We're going to maybe maybe that can be a future pod where we can 
make some polls and list out the greatest spine busters of all time or you know the greatest uh german suplexes of all time you know that kind of thing that's a that's a good format i like that let's do like a definitive poll of hey what are are the like top five moves of all time and then we break it down like hey this week we're going over the top 10 you know spine busters next week it's the top 10 german suplexes or something logan did you say shelton benjamin was one of the good spine yes. busters was that yes. that what it was Man, that's the one that i was trying to he, think he's of. one of the good anythings like anything literally yeah, anything. but like he's the gold standard bro but he's mean? not he's not the person that you think of when you think oh yeah devastating spine buster shelton benjamin yeah but he's jacked as hell so it's like irresponsible to think that he couldn't <laughs> god like the way he just casually like leaps up to the top rope for suplexes and stuff where everyone else is like, all right, let me step up there real quick. And he's just like, I'm just going to jump. <laughs> all good. It's all good. Um, like our RVD even grabs the ropes and launches himself up there. And Shelton's like, no, nah, I'm just going to do a straight up vertical jump. He, here's the another one. Uh, Rhino. Um, beef but, slamming. but I'm going to tell you, uh, you're wrong. According to bleacher report, uh, sir, uh, the Rock has the fourth best spine buster of all time, um, right behind Triple H, Batista, and Arn Anderson. Uh, I'm going to say a Mark wrote that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was holding my breath. I was wondering who um, This is somebody I always forget about, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode has a great spine oh, buster. Yeah. yeah. Booker T. Yeah. Booker T was really great at pretty much anything he tried to do. Um Here's one that is on this list that I was like, huh? David Otunga. His finisher was the spine buster. His finisher was the verdict, which was the spine buster. That's a, that's, that's, I'm on board with that. I'm on, I'm on board with that. Wrestler Umbra has, uh, who has the best bicycle kick? Seamus. oh man we're gonna it's great we're gonna tony titus o'neill someone said uh uh, i i'm gonna be completely honest i miss when titus o'neill was in the ring i'm gonna be i miss when he slid under the ring I miss when he slid under the ring. I miss whenever he made millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Man, I, I, I miss when he just grabbed Vince McMahon's elbow and got fired two seconds later. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I, I'll tell you one thing I don't miss is when I was at WrestleMania and they were like, and now WWE legend Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Hey, just just remember Alicia Fox and Summer Rae are legends as well. Tyler um, Breeze too. Apparently, uh, Liu Kang has a really good spine buster. Um, I think that's a different kind of spine buster, though. Uh, but that seems like a good way to, uh, you know, finish this up. Um, Logan, do you have any final thoughts about Sucker Mania? Oh, oh man! And, you know what, what are you doing? Suckers, if they don't come, I just want—I just want the biggest crowd possible. Uh, you know, win, lose, count out, draw, double knockout. Uh, I don't—I don't care how the match ends. I just want 
the most eyes possible to see me and Sam go at it for one of the most prestigious titles in Oklahoma right now. And uh, where can the folks uh, find you, you know, in, in the coming month and, uh, you know, on social media and such? I'm actually anchoring down for most of October and staying in Oklahoma. Uh, we got NCWO coming up. Uh, I'm going to be on BPW Wrestling in Bristol the same day, which is October 22nd. I'm going to be, uh, you know, wrestling at UWO. They have a Friday show coming up. Um, I'm actually attending my very first wedding for fellow Rebel Heart member Justin Gray on uh, October 27th. So a big shout out to my my boy for, you know, locking it down. Uh, some of us aren't so lucky to have as great as women as he, uh, as he does. Nikki's a fantastic woman. So uh, glad for that. But I mean, I'll be in uh, I'll be going back to top of Texas at the end of October. So that's my one out of state booking next month. But after that, it's back to back to Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Colorado every month. So uh, I'm glad I get to hanker down for October, but, um, you know, I just got to kind of re-energize and get ready for the road again. And you can follow me at Logan Knight Pro on damn near everything. Also, Spinebuster Clothing, Spinebuster Brand on Twitter, uh, you know, Instagram, follow us. That's all. That's all my social plugs, I swear. All right, man. Well, it was great having you on. And uh, Landon, do you have anything else to add here? No, I mean, uh, seriously, uh, go like Spinebuster Clothing, the Spinebuster brand on all forms of social media. Uh, even if you're like, I don't know if they have the social media. Check. You never know. Um, Most likely we do. Check out their, it's T Public, right? Yeah. T Public, yes. Check uh, out the T Public store. Uh because there, there's great stuff up there. Like it it looks really, really good. This is not just your generic black wrestling shirt with you know a little logo slapped on it. This is some quality stuff. Kinzer, I, I commend you for the graphic work that you've put into it. Um, and once again, I'm just gonna throw this up here. Uh man, go check out TH. 14 on youtube uh for just some compilations of wrestling feud buildup um i mean there's stuff from uh late 90s to to modern day on there so just just check it out uh some good stuff and maybe if you know worst case scenario you watch a good hour and a half of quality buildup uh best case scenario you watch that and you're like you know what i've never seen this match i'm gonna go watch it now because we should always want to watch more wrestling that account must have popped up out of the blue because now that you're saying something about it i must have not caught the name but i just watched something exactly like that where it was the entire build-up for michael's benoit and triple h at wrestlemania so yeah i know exactly what you're talking about now and i can't believe that i didn't know about this before yeah, it literally it's like they i don't know if they're if they blew up and now they're like paying you know, like for to be trickled into the algorithm, but it's like out of the blue, it popped yeah. up and now it's in my feed 24 seven. It's like, all right, this is something good. Oh, I guarantee you that it will be on my feed 24 seven because all I do all day long is watch YouTube while I'm making calls at work. But um, yeah, like I said, ch check out Spinebuster brand, go like subscribe uh, and rate Brothers in Kayfabe across all media platforms, YouTube, 
in anywhere a podcast can be found um and share that's that's all that we can ask for spinebuster for brothers and kayfabe for our personal you know wrestling journeys share like and share the more that you uh, comment and you like the bigger people are going to blow up and it's all because of you the fans at the end of the day if you want someone to make it you can make that happen all you got to do is get people on board with that person so um go do all that uh and i just got one thing uh because wrestling Ooh. is one of our favorite things in the world pro wrestling is just too sweet for life we'll see you later